Howdy, howdy, everybody. This is Jared Sterrett, and you're listening to KZCC LP 106.1 Conroe and KZCW LP 104.5 in Conroe and worldwide at OurLoneStar.com. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. It is a gorgeous Wednesday hump day. It is an absolutely perfect day. I'm pretty sure that the mayor ordered this up himself personally. I did. So that we and everybody, you know, is tuning, tuning in on in Facebook to Live. They can see the beautiful sunshine and everybody know that this really is Conroe's time to shine. It is. It yeah. is Conroe's time. Oh, see. I talked to God this morning. Yeah. We oh, see? Thank you. Gosh, Amen. we were all busy, weren't we? I know. So we're going to jump right in. We're, we're even going to skip events today because we have royalty in the house as my friend Charlotte would put it. And uh, we're welcoming Mayor Jody Tchaikovsky. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. How are good. you? Wonderful. It's good to see you here. And always um, uh, to his, his the lovely, hand. always lovely, Holly Arbuckle. Always. Holly Arbuckle. His, today, his left hand. His left hand. That's Not right. his right hand. That's right. She's actually the royalty. Oh, she's the royalty. Well, I was going to say that initially, but I figured that might come off a little rude. So <laughs> anyway, uh, but golly, what a beautiful day to be here in downtown Conroe. And, you know, while we were waiting outside, you even perused our wonderful downtown merchant store that we're attached to and found some wonderful. I love. Yeah, yeah. Hold, it, hold it up. Uh, Where's Kruger his camera? Hook me up and I, I got a. Uh, there, that's it. This is the that is it's, uh, Miracle Conroe, City. Conroe, established 1881. The Miracle City. The Miracle right. City. I love that. And you know, th- we're the only Conroe in America. The only one. Isn't that funny? Only one. Wow. Awesome. Living, Living local. local. Living local. Living local. Yep. So you can get that right here. You know, we're, we're all about supporting small business. Make sure that you swing on by downtown merchants right here. Um, they got some really cute stuff in there. In fact, I put some stuff on hold to try on after the show <laughs> because you know that's how it worked but anyway yeah. but it really is Connor's time to shine and and uh, there are some really great things going on in downtown Connor how's how are you feeling getting your feet wet as Mayor Connor well you know I, I got initiated two weeks ago so we're it's official now it's official we, we had our first crisis so uh, <laughs> True. but uh, our public works group really stepped up fire and police uh, just uh, maintain control in the city and uh we worked our way through our, our winter blizzard, as they call it. But uh, everything's beautiful in Conroe. We've got a beautiful staff and a wonderful community to work with. Yes. And, and really shined. I had really a proud-to-be-American moment two weeks ago when everyone stepped up and took care of their neighbors. So it was beautiful. Well, you know, and that was something that I was going to say, too, because you did such a fantastic job of keeping everybody not only abreast of what was going on, but making sure everybody got the message to stay home, don't get on the roads unless it's absolutely necessary. But the way that your crew stepped up out there in the trenches, literally, in the water, in freezing temperatures, um, these aren't your just normal, everyday government employees sitting back. These guys were, you know, in the mix, really working hard and going above and beyond. What does that kind of commitment to your community mean for you as, as the mayor to know that you have those kind of employees working for you. I mean, as I said, said it was a, you know proud to be a, a Conroeite and American uh, moment. They uh, they stepped up. We we actually served everyone lunch uh, sponsored by Joe's Italian and and uh, Mayor Pro Tem uh, Raymond McDonald on Monday. But uh, just beautiful. I mean, the, the city was doing a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. But the first couple of days, I mean, your electricity was out, so newspapers weren't working. Right. How do you communicate? And, and so, yeah, everybody was like, um, "What do we do?" <laughs> our, our second day, myself and, and our city manager Paul Vergadama, who, who did an excellent job, I said, "Hey, I need to meet with you. We, we live in, in the same area." So we got together and 
We said, look, okay, every every two to three hours, we're going to have a post going out from the city. Uh, Victoria Inslee, our communications director, really stepped up, and and uh, we would have one from the fire, one from the police, mm-hmm. from, one from public works, one from myself, one from the city manager. And we did that for four days straight. And then we had all the council members and staff sharing that message via Facebook, Twitter, social media. So you were getting good saturation. Good saturation. And then we had our our friends in the neighborhood and and neighborhood next door out sharing the message as well. So, uh, you know, the the village was restless up front. And uh, after the second day, we kind of brought everyone together and they realized that, hey, it it, it is what it is. I mean, this is a hundred year storm, but... Uh, we're doing a good job mm-hmm. and, and uh, doing our best, and, and just hang tight, be patient. And we kept the city of Conroe website updated as well. Uh, that that's where it all came from. Absolutely, yeah. we were just sharing their message. What were some of the biggest challenges that y'all saw, from from your perspective? I mean, obviously, power was an issue not only with citizens, but obviously with, you know, city and you know all of our emergency services and everything. But what were some of the biggest challenges that y'all had to overcome during? The storm. Well, it was the city's biggest challenge was water. Um, we had a couple generators uh, at the different water wells and sewer facilities mm-hmm. that, that, that froze and went went under, and we we got that fixed pretty quick. But all of a sudden, you have ten thousand water leaks all over Conroe. Right. You don't have any water pressure, so that was the big picture. We we the city was rolling and the water was flowing, but. It was going in places everywhere. you didn't want it to and go. I, and I'll bet you it was a site more than 10,000. You just don't know. I pulled that number out of my ear. But, yeah, it was. I mean, I, I would guess 30, 40% of the city had some kind of water. Uh-huh. I would guess so, uh, too. I'll tell you another big problem we have was rumors. Yeah, yeah. There, you know, it, false inaccurate information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that was part of the battle as well, is just kind of letting people know. You know they kept going out to the water boil. Boil, yeah. Jack, and, yeah. And never yeah. happened. Never, right. never got there. Yeah, and, you know, I will – I. I I was I was seriously blessed through the whole storm. I, I I tell everybody I've got no room for complaints about anything. I didn't really lose power. Never lost water. I'm on City of Conroe water. Never lost water. Um, you know, so I was very blessed where I was at. But to hear the stories, number one, the stories of you know the first were coming out about people being you know upset and worried and challenged and trying to figure out what to go what to do. But I saw the thing about boil notice, and I was like, well, I hadn't heard anything about that. But it was like once y'all got that, once that correct information caught on, it spread pretty quick because everybody was like, oh, look at us. Hey, you know, we're, we're some of the lucky ones. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and that was all free. I mm-hmm. mean, with the social media these days, there, there's pros and cons, but sure. uh, it, it was free and it got the message out. And uh, I told our, our crew the other day, I felt like we were in the Super Bowl game, and we had two days to prepare. <laughs> right. And uh, we were down three touchdowns right off the bat. They were, they were scoring on us. And mm-hmm. then uh, then our public works guys stepped up and held the line, and, and then we started running up the gut, and uh, we ended up winning the ball game. Yeah. So what did you do um, with our homeless population? And, and I say, what did you do with them? What what did the city provide? Because you can't just leave people out in two and five degree weather or seven, whatever it was here. But what what is the program for that? And and is that you got something going forward on that? No, I mean you had a <clears throat> warming centers set up the the first day immediately okay. working county and city. But what we learned, people are better off staying at home. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and put two blankets around it, you right. bundle up. Because once you get out on that road, you're gonna fall and break your hip, or you're gonna end up in a ditch, and then you're gonna be in serious trouble. Right. Uh, I called uh, uh, Luke Reedus, Compassion United. We've got a, a partnership, good relationship. He, he's a, a brother. And I said, w- what's going on? He said, Jody, you got to understand, the homeless here, they're, they're, they're survivors. They're I resourceful. Mean, yeah. They're resourceful. Good. They see this coming. A lot of them have, 
you know, people in town that, mm-hmm. that they can go to if, you know, they, they, they choose to. And, and right. uh, they're very resourceful, though. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's interesting, you know, he mentioned uh, through his Conroe House of Prayer that he hasn't known of one person that has COVID. I mean, the, the people are, uh, have very good uh, immune systems. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, we, we did check on them, and um, we had our public works and fire and police looking around, and everybody stayed at home. They did what yeah. they were supposed to do. And, and and I figured, because it wasn't a big issue here, you know, watch the news and so forth, and, and, and it was in other places. It was a huge issue in Houston. It was a huge issue in outlying areas. And so, anyway, just wanted to know what you... What you had, what you got planned? Yeah, yeah, we we uh, uh, and and you know we had uh, the first day, for example. I had a pastor, Father Father Philip Wilhite at Sacred Heart. Hey, what can we do? We've got an old church. Can we bring people mm-hmm. in? And and the best response was just like, no, just have everybody stay put because you don't want people out on. I mean, those first two days, uh, the ice was on the roads. And, oh. You know, us Texans, we're not yeah. used to yeah. driving yeah. on yeah. ice. <laughs> mentally yeah. emotionally uh, physically mechanically <laughs> yeah yeah and you know i i don't know about you but uh, i lost power like like everyone else mm-hmm. but it made me realize how important was you know having some propane in, in, in as a in your cooker mm-hmm. and, and we had natural gas in our mm-hmm. home and my little gas fireplace kept us to where yeah. i mean it wasn't warm in the house but it was we were fine. comfortable we were fine. well and you know so that's what i did so i like you know, drop my thermostat because I felt guilty. I'm like, I'm not going to be part of the problem. I'm going to do what I can mm-hmm. do. Sure. Because, Live I, you with know, the guilt. <laughs> well, and, you know, my know. my uh, older parents were both without power. Sure. And, but I couldn't get to them. They couldn't get to me. And, you know, and it was so, it was like, okay, well, the only thing that I can do that is in my control is I can crank my thermostat down and fire up my fireplace because it, sure. it's gas. Um, you know, but again, I was like, you know what? I've got my propane grill outside i've got my tour if it gets if we do lose power you know at least we have some some backups and uh, but i think there were a lot of people that kind of realized that oh you know there's some contingency plans that we can make in these situations yeah and you know and, and people had firewood as well and, mm-hmm. and resourceful but you know it was the the toughest was a lot of our apartment complexes because they don't have gas they don't have True. Anything. it was it was cold and yeah and uh, you know we noticed a, a couple places here in town that you know energy would go turn the Flip the breaker, turn it back on. And when you have 400 lights going on at one time, all of a sudden it fries the fuse and, and it goes black out. So they're headed to their next stop. You know, oh, they wow. went and there's, you know, they, they were trying. I mean, yeah. those guys were were overloaded as well. And uh, um, anyway, it was a tough day. Well, you know, I think if nothing else, it'll make us a whole lot more prepared for hurricane season. Sure, I think so. Uh, because everybody's got, kind of already thinking outside the box with having some backup plans and, you know, you know, power, power loss. That's probably the most comfortable where we are with actually losing powers during sure. hurricane season. So this was kind of a rude awakening for all of us. But um, but I do think you know we're we're smart Conroans. Is it Conroans? Conroe Whites. Conroe Whites. Conroe Whites. So you know we learn going forward and, and make some provisions. I mean I, I agree though. I think it, it it's I know as a city we got together and said hey what can we do better next go and I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be a, a snowstorm again but it def- never definitely know. will have a hurricane coming and. Uh, you had to prepare for the worst. Yes. So now we're on to beautiful spring weather, and the ice has melted, and you've got gorgeous days like this ahead, and there are some really exciting things happening in downtown Conroe. It's exciting days. It's exciting days. So, you know, I know one of the the thoughts and slogans that you've been putting forward is, it's Conroe's time to shine. And I know for, for me and Mel, you know, we've been around this area for quite a while. We can kind of see it for ourselves. But what exactly does that mean to you? Uh, all across the board. I mean, people are coming this way for the same reason that we're here. 
the, the city is just ripe for economic opportunities. Uh, we've, we've already got a, a wonderful community, and, and, you know, we're working on what we have. We have a lake. We have a forest. We have an airport. We have a downtown. Uh, you know, recently in downtown, uh, Blue Epiphany Winery is moving downtown. Uh, we've got a new uh, a mead bar, a winery yes, that just opened. Mike and Kathy. Mike and Kathy. Yes. Uh, there's a new brewery going in right down the street here. Uh, and the city has been doing the best they could with incentives to attract uh, urban development to this area. Because there's a lot of people like myself and, and Holly that would love to live down in this area, but we need yes, some new housing. So, absolutely. So that's on the move. Um, you know, last week uh, we're opening uh, from the uptown Tanglewood area. Uh, we put in a new sidewalk and, and biking system uh, along Alligator Creek to connect that neighborhood to Candy Cane Park and the new rec center. So oh, that's we, fantastic. It's really I didn't cool. know about that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We, we, you know, we've been meeting with Howard Hughes and, and Johnson and, and DR and looking at a lot of these master plan community developers mm-hmm. and say, hey, what are they doing in their communities? Well, how can we do that same thing with Conroe? Because mm-hmm. we have the cool uh, neighborhoods, uh, yes, uh, history, do. culture, arts. Uh, but how, how do we connect that through hiking, biking trails, uh, to our park system. Uh, we're working on an incentive uh, to really acquire about a thousand acres in the next few years uh, to set the parks uh, department ahead for the next 40 years in Conroe. And um, wow. so there, there's about 200 acres that's uh, uh, under contract now that'll add to our green space and park system. And, um, you know, when they, uh, when the bridge is built over uh, old Conroe road, mm-hmm. uh, we built that with a 10 foot bike lane, a walking trail that's going to connect all the way to 1488. And I mean, basically, once you get to 1488, you connect to the Woodlands Trail System. Absolutely. So you'll have access within the next five years from Anadarko Tower all the way up to 830 uh, via uh, Longmire Road, White wow. Creek. And, that uh, that's cool. So, and, that and, is and, cool. And, and as they say, all roads lead to Rome. And Rome and Conroe is going to be downtown Conroe. Yeah. So everything's going to lead here. That You know, uh, and it's, it's so phenomenal to hear that because I know... Um, a couple years ago, whenever I was working with Bridgewood Farms and we were getting ready for the annual bike ride, I talked to um, these wonderful folks behind us here at Race Ready Bike, bike Repair. Sure. And they had alluded to that thought that that was going to be something that was on the horizon, something that was being discussed. So the fact that they are able to, that y'all are moving forward with that, that's phenomenal. That's huge. Yeah, we, we want to make this whole community to where you can uh, get around on, on your bike, you can walk, we can get outdoors. And, I mean, that, that's Conroe. Uh, you know, quality of life is is uh, uh, our, you know, top ten mm-hmm. reasons to move to this area. And, I mean, you're surrounded by beautiful forest and lakes. Um, Holly uh, and I and the city has been have been working on <clears throat> making some of our local rivers more navigable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were involved with a group. Uh, a few weeks ago and we actually put some kayaks in on, on 105 and, and went all the way to McDade Park. Mm-hmm. And so we're now uh, engaged talking to the San Jacinto River Authority about cleaning that up. The river's beautiful back there. We just got, we got some log jams. How, how was I mean, the trip, Jody? <clears throat> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, I want to hear, wait, this was a, a personal research tour. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I, I've tried to talk somebody into to doing it and filming it and, and nobody would step up. So I got my Did you get your GoPro? I didn't. I had my cell phone. <laughs> I got my nine-year-old son and, and uh, uh, we we uh, tamed the uh, San Jacinto. That is a whole new <laughs> level of commitment. Um, it, I mean, we, we were halfway in there and I was like, okay, I can, what I did I get myself the next into? campaign. But I paddled the river. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With a nine-year-old. <laughs> uh, 
you know, interesting. But uh, it took about four hours, and, and once the trees are cleared out, and then the city owns, um, you know, land around the YMCA, and mm -hmm. there, there's some things in the work with the old YMCA property uh, as well. So we're going to make drop-off points to where uh, you can That's get great. in. And then and then the, the SJRA has said, hey, we'll, we'll start with a green-like program to where once we do releases from the lake, which is usually a couple months out of the year, to bring that water up a yeah. little bit. And, and, you know, and really plan some events around that. Plan some right. events about it. So, that's uh, yeah, fantastic. I mean, that's a, you know, this is a, the land of, uh, you know, what I call the uh, the rivers, the lakes, and the forest. And, and those those are amenities. And putting mm -hmm. walking trails along the San Jacinto, it's going to be beautiful. That's so exciting. I, you know, as a kid growing up, you know, my we always lived here in close to the downtown area. My grandmother lives or lived out off of 2854 Montgomery, where, which at the time was very rural, out in the middle of nowhere, not so much anymore just because of the growth of how everything's moving around. But that was one thing that I always wondered as a kid about getting on the San Jacinto River and being able to boat down to the other side and what that would entail. And it's it's amazing to actually see this coming true. And I don't think it's very hard or, or very inexpensive. Like I said, we mm -hmm. need a couple cleanup crews and a few chainsaws and uh, you know, they say there's alligators there, but I, I didn't see any out there that day. Well, you know. It, it depends on what time of year. They're like. nice alligators. That's they're right. Not, they're yeah, minding they're their business. Yeah. They're, they're more scared of you than you are them. Yeah, yeah. Just take yeah they don't bite this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> that's my dad's answer. They're they're they don't sting this that's time right, of year. Right. <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh, uh, we're working with a local architect on basically from, from where you would get Camp Strake has a pretty good trail mm -hmm. system throughout yeah. all their nature preserve and, and basically bring that up. Uh, what would be uh, the uh, Alligator Creek Basin right here mm -hmm. to downtown. So, I mean, literally within five years, it's going to be all uh, awesome. bikeable. And, Just and awesome. It's going to be awesome. I think so. Wow. Well, with cleaning things up, what about what about the trash program? Is that coming up? The trash program. <clears throat> we, um, we, we, we have been meeting, and basically we, we've decided we've kind of sectioned the city into different zones. Okay. And, yes, we're working with our local community partners, church partners, and the city on doing uh, trash cleanup programs, uh, bulk items, uh, to where we will do right. one. Right, and we're talking about large, yeah, large every trash month. And, items. And, right. and we, we've got some neighborhoods, and, and what's, what's great about it is, is you know, people that necessarily – don't have the resources to get mm -hmm. some of the things out of their yard. Right. Uh, we've got volunteers from church groups that are going to sponsor the, the weekly uh, cleanups and, and help idea. us out. So Great it's idea. still in the planning stages and uh, interesting you, you, you ask, but uh, it's, it's coming. Good. Yeah. Very good. Well, and I know that there have been lots of things going on, too, um, and such a total, um, I guess, oversight because you, you look at, you know, cleaning up, cleaning up the rivers, cleaning up big trash. Mm -hmm. You've also been working um, to clean up, you know, broken down cars on the side of the highway. Y'all have been really working with, with doing the new um, towing rotations and so forth. How is that working out so far? You know, I, that that was before my time, but right. I haven't had any complaints about that That's lately, great. so I guess it's doing pretty well. Yeah. Well, I knew it was something that was that was kind of evolving mm -hmm. a little bit, and there have been some discussions and and I knew that, you know, something that was changing, but I didn't know, you know, hadn't heard anything about it, yeah. which is probably a good yeah. thing. You right. know, I'm going to jump in and I said I wasn't going to. This is one of the things that you learn about when you're involved in politics. Mm -hmm. When I very first got involved in politics, I was doing a campaign and, and we had a tow truck manager's meeting. And I was like, what? I'm telling y'all, it's the biggest event we had. Every <laughs> tow truck guy in yeah. the world came. They have specific things they want. There's specific ways to do it. 
that tow truck situation is a big deal. Yeah. But that's one of the things you learn. And, and Jody and I talk about this all the time that we've both learned is the government touches everything. And when you've got a good yeah. leader, you know, looking out for the for the people in the right way and looking out for the city, it, it things come it, together. Think, who would have thought a tow truck meeting would be one of the biggest political meetings you ever saw? But well, and that's that's kind of why I brought it, it up is. because it was one of those things it, that you know, look, I, out of sight, out of mind, you know. But it affects not your daily a big life. deal, mm-hmm. but it does, and it affects the daily lives of so many because so many of these men and women are independent, you know, sole proprietorships out there trying to earn a living. And, you know, so they take action whenever it, it right. involves their business. But it, from what I hear, I mean, I, I know that I haven't seen many cars on the side right. of the road, so things must be doing well. <laughs> things are, things are on the, the move. Campaign, uh, you know, I knocked on 3,000 doors, and I don't think one person ever mentioned that. I know. So they must, we must be doing a good Must job. be doing something right. <laughs> I know. Conroe's making it happen. So, And then you also brought up Johnson Development, and, of course, they are they are doing Grand Central Park. Yes, ma'am. Um, over on the south side of town, and which is going to be bringing in or being host, will be hosting our new Performing Arts Center. Is that correct? Uh, or Convention Center. Yeah, they're, uh, that's moving ahead, and, <clears throat> and I'll tell you, it's I can't tell you. Uh, who the operator is going to be yet? Right. You're going to like it. It's going to be one of the biggest in the world, and it will be the nicest hotel convention center in Montgomery County. That's one of the nicest hotel convention center in Montgomery County. Excellent. Yeah. So where and, and when is that slated to open? The um, let me think, 2023 around there, about yeah. a year and a half, I think, a little yeah. over a year. It'll, and it'll and take which really, isn't that far. No, no, I mean, yeah. no it, not for yeah, that take, kind of uh, project. It'll take a year and a half, two years to to be built. And uh, we're pretty close to, to uh, basically finalizing all the details and moving forward on bonding that. So Excellent. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know we've got lots of things to discuss. We're going to take a little break and, and kind of get my notes together because I have a lot because there's so much going on and all these new businesses coming here and so many things that I know visionary that you have. And I can't wait to hear about them. If you are heading out to lunch, make sure you are listening to us on uh, 104.5 or 106.1 on your FM dial for here in the Conroe area. Or you can t- continue watching us on Facebook, on the Moxie Innovative Facebook page. This is Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. We'll be right back. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Dell Institute, a 501c3 nonprofit, began in 2014 with a mission to strengthen the future of veterans through leadership and entrepreneurship training. We've invested over 1,400 hours of training in our veterans while connecting them with community entrepreneurs and leaders. Our mission is to continue investing in our veterans who have given so much for our country. Please join us in our mission by visiting velinstitute.org. That's velinstitute.org. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We have the safest food supply in the world. 
Strict laws and regulations restrict the usage of hormones, antibiotics, and pesticides within our food supply. Production agriculture practices and technologies such as the use of GMOs, which is not any more or less risky than conventional crop production, has allowed American farmers to produce more food on less acres in environmentally sound ways. Find out more online at pathtoplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make lives better. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. Welcome back, everybody, to Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. We are having a great show today with the mayor of the city of Conroe, Jody Chikowski. Yes, and I also I want to bring up one thing too, if I'm not mistaken. Today is your daughter Olivia's 12th birthday. It is my daughter Olivia's 12th birthday. Happy birthday, Olivia. Happy birthday, Olivia. And she wanted to have breakfast. Holly, Uh, would you like to sing? (laughs) No. I I like Olivia and all that, but... (laughs) I took her to breakfast this morning, and I was like, well, let's go someplace local, you Uh know, local, support our local businesses. But she wanted to go to Panera Bread, which is excellent. Which is always excellent. That's where we went, and uh, yeah, she's 12. She's... uh, she looks like her mom. I'm, I'm praying Beautiful. she takes after her mom. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she's growing up. Wow. And it happens in the blink of an eye. It and, happens. you know, and you did support local business because we they have local employees working at Panera Bread, so they need to have that paycheck, too. So. Well, I had a 10-minute lunch at Carmelita's before I came here, so I made, I made it up at lunch. Excellent. And you can eat a great lunch. meal there in 10 minutes. That's Carmelita's awesome. is amazing. It is amazing. At any time of day, at any day of the week, if you have not gone to Carmelita's, you'd absolutely need to. Best crispy taco in oh, town. So good. <laughs> and their cheese enchiladas, though, too. Oh, man. Stick with you. Like, good, good, hearty food. Anyway, so like we said, there's there's a lot going on in downtown Conroe. And, but you there was a, a boxing event this weekend put on by Fearless Boxing, which is in South Conroe. And I know it was... Um, See, we have friends going by. Um, and I know it was, from the pictures that I saw of the event, there was a great turnout. It, it turned out real nice. Um, uh, Mr. Uh, James Reyna called me, I mean, literally three weeks ago. It was like, Jody, our, our boxing association, we haven't had an event in a year because mm-hmm. of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, other cities are, 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 you know, won't let us operate. And he's like, well, they want to come to Conroe. And, you know, can we put on an event? And I said, absolutely. I said, uh uh, I would love to figure out a way to get it downtown, but mm-hmm. where do you put a boxing arena in downtown Conroe? So right. I thought for a second, and uh, our friend Robert Sikulski, uh just bought the building next to the Pacific Yard House, mm-hmm. and it's a retro. I mean, if you go inside, it looks like a World War II hangar, right. and uh, he, he gutted the building, so open floor, and I said, hey, you know, if uh, would you be interested in hold, holding this event? It'd bring tourism and, and sure. business and, and uh, uh, you know, clients to our restaurants mm-hmm. in, in downtown. He said, absolutely. If um, if you can get it, you know, permitted for a day, we would love to do it. I mean, I went Sunday and they had a few hundred people there. That's uh, awesome. The Pacific Yard House was catering and, yeah. and uh, you know ran it out of the kitchen next door. But 
you know, that's going to be a food hall concept in the future. That's but amazing. But in the interim, uh, it, it worked out great for everyone. That's great. And Fearless Boxing is a great nonprofit organization down here that um, works with a lot of kids and giving sure. them some physical activity, but also giving them some focus, too. So way to support uh, that. They, they were highly disciplined. I, I was impressed. Yeah. Good, good for, for our youth, for sure. That's amazing. And we'll, they want to do one every other month, so they'll be coming back. Wow. That'd be, that's great. Well, awesome. you know, and we have such a boxing heritage here in Conroe, Montgomery County. It makes sense. I mean, we have Roy Harris's picture on the right. on the building over here. So that's that, that's a conversation with with James. I mean, boxing is is rebounding in, in America it in is. general, and uh, there's there's no Certainly reason this shouldn't Conroe, be the right. you know boxing capital of the of the country. Yeah, with the history and the roots of the Harris family. Yes, absolutely. And I know that they're one of their matriarchs recently passed, and so what a great way to pay honor to her and and uh and that family that wonderful Absolutely. family that has had such a such an influence here in in conroe so they, they kind of put conroe on the map yeah in, really know, did mid 1900s yeah sure. it's pretty amazing so speaking of businesses that are coming here you know it's it's cool not only to see you know this new food park that's coming in and we've got you know 202 main that has opened up uh martin's which i know they're they're changing up sure. which i think is just one of the coolest buildings down here um but then you've got Wood Forest Bank that has been here for, I don't know. Staple in the community, Sta- absolutely. And, and that downtown location, I remember whenever it was First Federal, mm-hmm. and that was, it was that, First yeah, Federal? Yeah, um, Back when I was growing up because my mom's office was across the street from it. So I used to run back and forth there, you know, running summer errands and everything. But there, it and it's, it's such, an, I think, a, a testament to the growth of Conroe is that they are rebuilding that center to make it, really a, a, a showcase right it's, it's going to be nice i mean it'll be ground level retail uh three-story office they're going to move their their headquarters in there and they're also going to have another i think twenty thousand square feet available class a office space uh for businesses in, in downtown conroe and, and that's what we've needed there, there's been yes. opportunities that we've missed because we didn't have enough office space down here and right that it would be world class well and to be able to just you know it get, not only gives opportunity for you know to obviously bring new business in there but also you know we have so many professional uh, attorneys and so forth that are here around the courthouse square and you know kind of gives them some flexibility of where they can go you know no it's needed and and you've got uh you know this track here there's other large tracks that Mm -hmm. are owned by the city and and we're going to start putting together RP programs to try to attract developers to come do similar products, probably catering more towards residential. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's yeah, Class A offices get, on the move. If you get some lofts in here, that'd be great. That's that's, that's <laughs> the goal. Absolutely. So speaking of which, you are you are not one to shy away from picking up the phone and making a call to attract some businesses here to this downtown area. Uh, I mean, it's I've, I've done a lot of cold calling in my past. and <laughs> Uh, no, we've we've been working with our uh, CIDC and Economic Development Office and, and Danielle Shiner and her crew over there, Jennifer. They oh, they're fantastic. They are uh, world class. And, yes. and uh, uh, right now, I mean, uh, there's a lot. I mean, literally in the last two weeks, I've got a, my house on the market, and we're actually moving closer to downtown. Uh, but I had two people that are coming from California. You know, and the businesses are the same. I'm using California for example, but uh, uh, East Coast, West Coast. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of businesses that are that are uh, attracted to texas mm-hmm. because of our uh you know conservative values and our in our uh business ethics here sure. and, and uh it's easy to do business and, and and real estate is still relatively uh reasonable compared to other parts of the country mm-hmm. so i really think with the jobs and industry 
and, and the Class A uh, uh, careers we're looking for, we can really paint the picture in the next four years, five years of how Conroe is going to look in the next 50 years. And we've got a good uh, labor force. You know, we've got Sam Houston in the area, Lone Star mm-hmm. College, University of St. Thomas. We can train any employees that's needed. And, uh, you know, I want my kids to be able to go to college here and then work here and, and provide, find a job. So we're going actively. I'm calling on CEOs all over the country. We're sending them a simple letter and inviting them for uh, to have a tour of Conroe. That's awesome. That's very awesome. exciting. And I know University of St. Thomas, you you were really integral in, in inviting them here and showing them the benefits of actually opening up here. Um, their office is one of the most beautiful. I mean, it's it is, nice. it's gorgeous. Um, how are they feeling? I know that they've even expanded some of the programs from what they originally decided to do because of the opportunities that were here. Yeah, we're, we're uh, I was with the president, Dr. Richard Ludwig, um, as of uh, last week, and he's trying to figure out what program to start next. The online campus has really taken off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, 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 it's a great resource for, for Conroe in general. You know, we're real community, mm-hmm. real uh, real Main Street, real mayor, all that real stuff. Uh, but uh, they opened the nursing program uh, at the middle end of last year, and mm-hmm. that's uh, the class size has already doubled. And so we're trying to figure out what's needed next here in Conroe mm-hmm. to take it to the next level. That's great. Well, I know that we were excited with Friends of Conroe that they came, they immediately came on board uh, to be a part of festival to support the community. And, you know, to, to have a new business, a new entity that comes in and immediately latches on and see the importance of supporting the community and giving back, it's a, test, it's a big testament to how they operate and kind of how they feel about sure. being here. I want to go back just for one second about of course. the recruiting new businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure that most people know that there's a whole industry around that. Our CIDC, EDC yes. does that. There's site selection committees. There's conferences. There's a whole industry around towns and cities trying to get people here. Mm-hmm. Mayor Jody took a different tack. You know, he said, let's find a list of the people that have shown a little bit of interest. And then I'm going to call them. And I said, well, Jody, that's not the way it's done. You know, they go to these meetings, they have all these statistics and, and formulas, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, give me their phone numbers. He's, but a call from the mayor? Exactly. Whoever gets a call from exactly. a mayor and says, hey, we watch you. So that's, I mean. I had a prominent businessman ask me, hey, how did you get University of St. Thomas to, to come to Connor? I was like, well, I picked up the phone and I called him and I invited them down. And, and once you get here, I mean, it, you know, we, it's, it's here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, you know, and that's what I'm trying to do. It, it, economic development, recruiting companies and business, it's like fishing. You know, you, you want to have a thousand lines in the water at all time. And, and when you get something on the line, you know, I'm, I'm basically turning that. Reel it in. Reel it in and turn it over to Danielle right. and, and let her do her job. But uh, uh, the forefathers of the city did a wonderful job with Conroe Park North, Technology Park, the airport. And, uh, you know, that, that's one thing the, uh, the city were really ramping up, uh, working on a partnership with the county to start to provide more infrastructure and utilities to that airport out there because you can't recreate an airport it's it's a jewel right and i will tell you you know i was over there the other day and noticing there's construction going out i mean there's there's so much activity going on out there and just knowing what that's going to end up meaning for the city it's it's uh i can't think of anything that we don't have i mean this is uh, also, you know, already one of the most uh, nicest cities to live in mm-hmm. in the country, but it, it definitely will, will become a, a world class business city for sure. Yeah, well, and you know, and seeing that how how you and some of your uh, councilmen decided to get on board on the Conroe connection on the bus system and take a tour yourself to go 
and visit some of these communities, you know, it, it really kind of seeing the efforts of, of trying to try tie this community together even stronger is is really phenomenal. And, and knowing that our bus system is working so well to provide those kind of services for all of our citizens throughout the community, it's pretty simple. I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah, tra- transit. I mean, the a lot of the kids these days, they don't get their driver's license at 16 like we right. do, you know, and it's gotten so expensive, insurance, gas, oh, and all that. And crazy. So the transit system's growing. Um, you know, we had a, a, a good friend, uh, some might call my right hand, who had an idea a few months ago about taking a couple of these buses uh, and, hey, how do we connect the community? How do we connect downtown and what's going on downtown mm-hmm. to Waterpoint, to mm-hmm. Waterpoint Marina and all the action out there at the retail mm-hmm. district? And then how do we connect that to Margaritaville yes. and all the activities that are going on there? And then connect that back to Camp Strike in Grand Central and our, our business center. And, and uh, Holly had a, a wonderful idea. Uh, we called uh, the Sean Johnson, who runs mm-hmm. our transportation department. Mm-hmm. And she says, it's just a matter of fact that we're actually buying a couple buses that we could use that for. So within wow. a couple months, you'll be able to basically at night, every hour, you know, get on a bus here in downtown Conroe and do a little, little hopping around the community. That's great. Yeah, yeah we're going to go out to Margaritaville and hang out. I was going to say, thing. we can ride the yeah, buses. That's, that's How what, late do they run? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. And that was the whole idea of it, was to have, you know, a bunch of girlfriends park yeah. downtown, get on that bus, ride out there, hang out for a couple of hours, come back. Well, and what a great and idea. because an and, and, yeah, and, you know, but talk about safety. Absolutely. I mean, because that 105 stretch, yeah. just oh, yeah. at 12 o'clock in the sure. afternoon, can be sure. pretty scary. Some people, you know, like Melanie, are getting to that age where they can't see good at night. So, uh <laughs> <laughs> Melody can't see good during the day. <laughs> well, what a great idea! I mean, you know, because you know, and it's to to see, you know, uh, you know, you mentioning that that bike lane over that bridge over the over to fourteen eighty eight. That just gets me so excited because you know, it's like there have been so many people that have forgotten that that bridge runs both directions and really, really bridging those communities together so that we can all enjoy every bit of it. No, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, we we've got to have like a, a a celebration, like a like an inauguration. Right. Like Absolutely. Opens, you know. Yeah. A christening. Exactly. Yeah. I like there this. you go. There you go. I like this. So tell us what's on the horizon. What what do we not know? The uh, <laughs> the city uh, the taxpayers uh, a year ago bought the old Sam Houston School, Sam Houston mm-hmm. uh, at uh, West Lewis in seventy five. Beautiful twelve acre campus built during the height of. I Conroe. went to I went to school there. I, mean, I was a jet. There you go. I was a jet. I mean, it, you know, the the Art Deco decor is is, is beautiful. Long story short, we've engaged with uh, uh, Pete Garrett, uh, Redline uh, Studios out of Houston. They're they're the top architectural design firm for mm-hmm. performing arts centers, and we got the first run of the rendition of what we're going to convert that to uh, as of uh, a few days ago. And I mean, it wow. is it went from a uh, probably a you know potentially an 86 million dollar price tag that was unachievable to uh, something that uh, we can achieve here in Conroe, and wow. we're going to reposition the bid- building. Uh, we're going to add on. I mean, it's it. We have a a, a, a few steps to go, but uh, we're going to turn that into uh, Conroe's own uh, visual and cultural arts. That is tremendous. So is that a place where we can also have events? Oh, events. There will be a restaurant. I mean, like, there will be yeah. A, Fundraising uh, studio. Fun, I mean, it, yeah. it's going to be something that's uh, 
as nice as it gets. So just wait. Wow. I'll, I'll tell you more next show. That is that's really exciting. So what kind of time frame is that looking like? You, the uh, the school uh, has a lease on the facility back for another two years. Mm-hmm. And really, to to before you're shovel ready on a project like that, I mean, if we hit the ground running tomorrow. Uh, you're 18 months out. Oh, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, in that industry and in, in development in general, two years is not very long. But uh, right. um, the, the Greater Conroe Arts Alliance, which we, we've got, uh, I believe, 17 members now, they, they've been needing a home. They need mm-hmm. classroom space. They need places to practice, to, to put on shows. And, and we need a larger venue. You yes, know, we're we looking do. at maybe about 1,800 seats there, and uh, we'll be able to pick them. Uh, groups up and in, in performances off Broadway that are you know circling around Houston, Dallas, Austin, and the circuit, and they're they're going to stop here in Conroe. That's outstanding because as somebody who is struggling right now trying to locate a venue in Conroe for some events, um, knowing that that's on the horizon is is pretty exciting. Yeah, you know our our uh, crown jewel has always been the the Crichton Theater. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, but it just it, 500 seats. That's 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 not enough right. to. To, to bring in some of these major shows. So mm-hmm. uh, a wonderful community center, what they're doing there, and, and the, the players group and the Owens, and, and this will just add to that. That's great. You know, Jody, I played Eeyore in the school play there when I was in fifth grade <laughs> okay. at Sam Houston. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what? It really I, went against my nature, but it was a... Uh, it we, was. We I, I don't mind telling you that it was a... Uh, we're going to need a picture, yeah. and we're going to have to put that it, it in was the a, It was a momentous occasion for the, the arts in Conrad. The yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, and I, I sang... We did... Um, it was show tunes. Yes. And mm-hmm. we did a concert showcase, and then they ended up making it all of Conroe ISD, and then they had to move it to the high school, because, you know, but yes, right. I performed right. on that stage, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was so a, a vision. When I got on council, there was a study that was done, and, and uh, the the facility that needed to be built, like I said, it was around $90 million, and, and that was really uh, steered by uh, Councilwoman Marsha Porter, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we're actually getting to, together today on the project and, and just excited about you know, what she helped get started. And, and you know, three years later, we're, we're close. Well, you know, and it's kind of like all the reclaimed wood that everybody hunts for these days. It's taking yeah. a gem and polishing it back up, repurposing it mm-hmm. into something that that is obviously needed because we definitely needed a venue here in downtown Conroe. The the plans we have on West Lewis, we're going to preserve the frontage of the, lo- the school. I mm-hmm. mean, we're going to clean it up a little bit, a little landscape, but it'll look basically the same. Yeah. And the new entrance will be on the back where the venue will open up to the Wow, and it's uh, it's really nice. That is really exciting. It's yeah, a I, cool picture. It, yeah. it, it's cool driving by there even still today, and I tell my kids, "Hey, that's where I went to elementary school," you know, and because um, it really is a beautiful building. If you know, and well, it's I'm, got that Conroe Art Deco does, feel that we have in so many places around, and here. it ties in so beautifully with the architecture and the buildings here mm-hmm. in downtown. It just really kind of bridges it all together. And, and to help pay for this project, uh, there will be rental space available for artists, uh, restaurants, and, and, and it's, it's your lucky day, if I can ever tell you, because for approximately 5 to $7 million, you can put your name on it. That's tremendous. Five to seven million oh, my gosh. That's so if you tremendous. brought your checkbook, a, a you bring your checkbook, and y'all can split it. I Absolutely. Mean, we could, yeah, we can put Moxie on Moxie. it. That sounds good, and, yeah. And, and just say you don't want to spend $7 million, but you want to spend a half a million dollars. There's other, other opportunities, opportunities there opportunities. available That's as well. Right. So we're going to try to... Uh, really see if we can get that. It, it'll be a moneymaker for the yeah. city and for the taxpayers and provide a b- wonderful amenity as well. That's wonderful. Um, you know, we see all the, you know, we, the last couple of weekends, we've had some great events going on here um, in Heritage Park. Mm-hmm. We, we saw the Texas Independence sure. Day event. Then 
what was it, two weeks ago? Arbor Day. Yes, um, Arbor Day. They gave away how many trees? I, I mean, it was an astonishing yeah. number. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that Kids Fest is coming back this year. All these wonderful things as we're kind of pulling out of this this COVID sequestering mm-hmm. time. Um, you know, what do, what do you see on the horizon? What do you feel is coming up? Well, you know, I think our, our governor's said enough, you know, uh, come March 10th, uh, masks are off and, and yeah. uh, you know, still kind of keep your space and, and be respectful of, of others. But uh, be respectful of the people who want to keep wearing them. Other than that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But uh, what, what do we got? We got a, a wine blessing event in downtown yes. this weekend. Yes, we Very do. excited about yes. that. Yeah, that's uh that's going to be cool. I know. And, you know, we've got, you know, if, if you haven't heard, the Firm Meadery is here. And, and Mike and Kathy Rape, just wonderful, wonderful people. I've known Kathy. Kathy and I were in drill team together. See, it's all, all it's comes all back to Connor. Back to all about the Golden Girls, yeah. you know. Um, but, but they've been doing, you know, uh, they have an AV business that they've been, um, that they've made very, very successful over the years. So to see them reinvest in something and bring it to downtown Connor, I think is just a great story. But it's one of the many, many great stories of the businesses and the renovation of downtown Conroe and, and bringing it back to life. And, um, you know, it's, I love how, you know, innovative that, that our people are, you know, we've got Gallivant's coffee over here on Founders Plaza and the reviews that I've read of the coffee is just amazing. I've heard good things. Yeah, and, and, uh, you know, we've got Vernell's, um, right down the way. If, you know, if you haven't you know, tried one cool thing that, um, I thought about, I went to Nashville this weekend and there's a lot of, alleyways in nashville that have that are really fixed up Mm -hmm. so talk about what uh you know our our downtown plan for some of our alleyways it's in the works uh um the i mean the alley behind your building that will connect all the way to to 105 uh within the next probably 18 months that's going to get torn up uh re-brick brick line roads i mean it's going to look like something that you would see in in uh, Europe, it, it'll be very, very nice. But they're, they're wonderful assets, wonderful amenities, and we're going to take all those power lines and bury those, um, take all the trash collecting and put it in one area and really turn it into a wonderful amenity for the city. But it, it's neat. I've got some plans I could show you guys. If, That's if really exciting. Well, you know, and over the years, over these last 10, 15 years, you know, we've seen some of these stories, I mean, stories, some of these plans or ideas about how to you know, different ways that we could grow the downtown area and grow. It's, it's amazing to see some of it coming into fruition, but in a very modern way. Yeah, you're, uh, our downtown director, uh, Frank Robinson, mm-hmm. he, he, he's just been a blessing. I mean, this guy's the, the one that originated the Woodlands Waterway. That's where mm-hmm. it came from. And uh, what's interesting, our EDC in the past uh, has always been promoting our, our tech park and, and, and business park out there. And now we're going to redirect some of those funds and energy really into to downtown Conroe, mm-hmm. into uh, the lake area out there, the airport, as I mentioned earlier, the uh, Camp Strait, Grand Central Park uh, area. That Once that convention center hotel is built, uh, that will really uh, stimulate and, and get the uh, Class A office environment. Any company that came 10 years ago, you know, where they're going? They're Didn't going have a place. to our yeah. neighbors in South County. Yeah. But uh, in the next 10 years, uh, they're, they're going to come to Conroe. That's it's really exciting. So what do you see as some of the biggest challenges over the next, you know, 18 months to two years? What do you, what do you see? What hurdles are, are you going to have to cross in order to bring these, this vision into a reality? Uh, my, my main downside has just always been patience. I mean, we've got a lot of good things going and it takes time and, and uh, just, just be patient. But, uh, you know, I don't know, man, it, it, I see a lot of upside mm-hmm. I, and I'm not a negative person. So right. maybe that's what I, I don't focus on, but uh, you know, from the revitalization, you know, 
you drive through some of the neighborhoods where, where like Holly, Holly lives in Uptown and mm -hmm. in Briarwood and Tanglewood. These homes, a lot of them built from the 30s to the 60s when, uh, you know, the rest of the country was in, in, in the Depression era. We had master craftsmen, uh, some of the top carpenters in the country coming here. Mm -hmm. Well, now people are buying those houses. I mean, I've got a, a good friend. And uh, they, you know they're picking these houses up two hundred thousand, two fifty, mm -hmm. and just gutting them, putting two hundred, mm -hmm. you know, hundred, hundred fifty thousand. And so you're going to see the revitalization of old Conroe, and then you're going to have new, more urban product coming yeah. as well. And and uh, it's really exciting for for downtown Conroe, and and all that's going to bleed, you know, to uh, there's there's areas uh, for for housing redevelopment. Uh, right in the area, east, west, all, all the downtown. If you look at the downtown study of the, the areas we're trying to attract housing, uh, it's just starting, and, and uh, you know, we need help. Yeah. I'll well, tell you about one of the challenges that Jody is, Mayor Jody is on to and is going to continue with is, with all of this growth, mm -hmm. is maintaining our quality of life. Mm -hmm. Mayor Jody has that at the top of everything. So you talk about... Well, we, we talked earlier about expanding the trail systems, uh, you know, connecting our neighborhoods to the rec center. Go, go drive in, in the Woodland Hills, Howard Hughes, mm -hmm. top developer in the country. Uh, they spend a lot of money on planning. They know where the market's going right. three years before a guy, a, you know, small guys uh, like, like myself. So we, we go, we interview these guys, and if you look at it, where are they going? They're, they're connecting everything where everything is within a, a half mile of a park and a trail system, uh, uh, dog parks. Mm -hmm. I mean, Holly and myself and an intern have been working on converting some of our parks into more dog-friendly destinations and uh, make everything walkable, uh, preserve your green space. We mm -hmm. talked about a you know, 1,000 acres being uh, uh, acquired right now for uh, the park system in, in, in the next 50 years. So uh, that's, uh, we're, we're going to preserve our quality of life and, and preserve downtown and you know, our well, assets. Well, and our identity, too, because we're the only Conroe, right? We're the that's only right. Conroe. The only Conroe in the world. And, the, and one of the challenges with that, too, is the, the telling people about what there is. I mean, so many of us, especially those of us who grow up here, we don't think about what an awesome place Candy Cane Park is. Uh -huh. I mean, oh, yeah. there's Wonderful. so much Beautiful, there. Yeah. Yeah. And then you look at these pocket parks. I mean, they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. And you just, you, we've got to do a better job of talking about our quality of Absolutely. life. So that we, so that we all get to take advantage of it. So, yeah. so I know that, you know, it's one of the things Jody talks about starting through the campaign, but always, you know, we don't want to get, we don't want to throw down a bunch of concrete and that's it. Right. You know, with all this growth, we've got to maintain. It's a balance. We've got to maintain our, our green space, mm -hmm. you know, honor well, and, and, and preserve our trees and, and make sure that our life, our lifestyle gets better, right. not, not worse. Mm -hmm. And Conroe has always been known and been marketed as the, I mean, our color is green. Right. Our, our, our city logo has pine trees in it. I mean, it's always been about the green space in Conroe, and nobody ever worried about it because there was so much of it. Sure, right. You know, but we'll continue. Mayor Jody will continue that. Good. Yeah, good. No, it's it's now we have to you know we have to acquire parklands because it, it people right. are right. looking at us from all over the world and and. Uh, uh, you know, they're, they're coming our way. And sure. land's not getting any more, you know, no. less expensive. Well, so. expensive. And, I, you know, and it's something, too, you know, you touched on this. I know, you know, through through business channels, how many, you know, how much the migration really is coming here from states like California. Um, I, I can't tell you how many people that I've spoken to in the last month that are looking to transition, not just to Texas, but specifically to Conroe, um, from California, from Washington State, from all these areas that see what we have here, not only, you know, a fantastic economy, you know, we have low tax rates, no state income tax. We've got 
but we still have all these amenities, but we still maintain who we are. You know, it's like uh, refurbishing all these downtown areas. I, I just, it makes me, and these homes, these neighborhoods that we all grew up in that still have so much character and being able to, to highlight those and really bring them back and, and bring them back into relevancy. It's just really, really exciting. Well, and the thing too is, and I'll brag a little bit on, on the mayor, it doesn't just happen. Yeah. If you want your city to be something, you have to set a goal. And you have to keep that at the top, and that's what he does. He is very committed to growing Conroe in a positive way, maintaining our green, you know, doing all the things that, that it takes. I sit in city council meetings with them sometimes, and, you know, the developers will come up, and they want to put in, you know, 1,296 homes, and they're like, and, you know, Take out do, all you the this, and, do you have this, do you have yeah, that, do you have that. And, I mean, there's, a, there's rules. It's strict. It's You can't just do it, but they still keep coming mm-hmm. because we're so great and because the mayor and the council are so committed to keeping this place what what we want it to be that's outstanding thank you so much for being yes i know you're so so busy and uh we appreciate you being here favorite meeting the other day well we hope so (laughs) we hope so and you know as is tradition we always toast the best here in montgomery county i want to toast i've got lots to toast first of all Uh for the amazing leadership of mayor tchaikovsky and and your amazing city council we have amazing council everybody working together for really the betterment of this community and I can't thank you enough but also to your great city employees that help us get through crises and and really go above and beyond to to take care of all of us um, from first responders to our public works guys to everybody that keeps you organized to Holly that keeps you going and on track because I can only imagine our public works guys are now that are now identified as first responders is that not correct they're working on it absolutely Abs- that's they are. yeah if anybody hadn't seen it go to go to mayor Tchaikovsky's facebook page mm-hmm. uh we threw together a little video yes like it's the a team our I, you know jody said to all during the deal these guys are the a team these mm-hmm. guys are the a team and so we did a, a video honoring some of them and it's it's at the top of, of the mayor's uh page it's it's pretty cool if you haven't seen it yeah, yeah. what is that conroe mayor jody yeah yes and uh yeah, Noah Hedgegaard uh, is a, a guy that we've done some work with before, and he threw that together for us. Uh, has a company called Guard Media, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a he's a great guy. Yeah. And, uh, wow. And way to way to pay respects and, and give thanks for some men and women who really stepped up when we needed them uh, in the worst way. Yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. when I saw that guy buried, <laughs> yeah, with nothing but water sure. and water, and, and I'm it's, just like, and it's it's a pretty picture, but it's 37 degrees. Yeah, yeah. and, you, and you can't convey that. Uh, uh-uh. and you can't. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and uh, the mayor said, let's let's do something special for these guys. So we we got that going. So it was neat. Well, and I know, not you, to mention all the food and yes. everything that the whole city poured on onto them. So. Well, we, we uh, uh, you know, I, I'm a cheerleader at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. These guys are the linemen and the quarterbacks and the running backs. But but that water, for example, the general public doesn't know this, but they actually fill it up because that water is about 76 degrees. So well, it's outside it's 10 degrees. So yes. they fill it up so they can go down there and do their job and get in that water because they're going to get a little wet anyways. And then once the job's done, so you know, they jump out, they get in the truck, they get blankets, they yeah. get back hey, and take really? a hot shower. But yeah. that water is actually mid-70s. Warm. Wow. So I wouldn't say it's warm, but it's still cold. Yeah. It's still cold. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's a lot not, warmer. It's a lot warmer yeah. than yeah. the air, though. So, wow. Well, that's we, cool. Uh, we, that is cool. See, we learned so much whenever Mayor Jody's here. I know. I know. Well, um, we need to wrap it up. Yes. I've just been told. I've got the circle finger going. See, I'm glad we didn't come in here with a plan to talk about, you know, what else was going on outside of Conroe? Because we never would have had time. No, we wouldn't. There's enough going on inside exactly. of Conroe. So next, make sure you tune in every Wednesday to next, Toast the Town Next with week we have um, appellate uh, s- supreme 
court appellate i don't even know what the official title is uh judge goldman is going to be here next wonderful week. So awesome he's going to tell us all about what's going on between the big the big stuff going yep. on between houston beaumont and conroe so great that's that's all big well big mayor news. holly thank y'all again for joining us we look forward to the yes, next update make sure you like and follow the moxie innovative facebook page on facebook so that you know when we're going live every wednesday at 12 o'clock until then make it a great day conroe